welcome to the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Old Man Wade, or Red Hood Wade, depending on what show you listen to. Before we get into today's episode, which was recorded actually last week, some news came out that Batgirl was no longer going to be released on HBO Max or in theaters. This news came out, it was verified by multiple sources, including The Hollywood Reporter, which was one of the websites that initially broke, broke the news. Uh, despite the movie costing $90 million, it will no longer be released in theaters or HBO Max. They also stated that Discovery CEO David Zalzov is prioritizing on cost-cutting measures and refocusing Warners on theatrical films. Uh, personally, I hope this is more than just a financial decision because... If not, Warner Brothers and DC has not been doing themselves any favors recently with a lot of their movies. Sure, the Batman was fantastic. You can actually hear myself, Brandon Orton, and Wolf Von Doom discuss this, particularly because it was one of the better comic book movies we've seen in a while, especially considering it was an origin story, and a lot of people had it out for Robert Pattinson, despite the fact that he's moved on from those Twilight series. A lot of people were looking forward to this Batgirl project, because it was a, looked like it was going to be a new direction for a Bat family member, and especially considering this was a movie that wasn't going to focus on Bruce Wayne or Batman. Sure, Michael Keaton was Bruce Wayne in this, something that everybody would have enjoyed. People love Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. They love the 1989 to 1991, I believe, Batman and Batman Returns. However, with him not being the focus, this meant that Leslie Grace could step up to the plate and be a completely different Barbara Gordon, a completely different Batgirl, someone that may have created her own franchise, her own series. We could have gotten a lot from this, unfortunately, due to the things that have been going on. It's not happening. It's, a, it's again, I'll say it one more time, it's unfortunate. Uh, we also have some comments from Leslie Grace herself. She said, on the heels of the recent news about our movie Batgirl, I am proud of the love, hard work, and intention all of our incredible cast and Tyler's crew put into the film over nine months in Scotland. I feel blessed to have worked among absolute greats and forged relations for a lifetime in the process. To every Batgirl fan, thank you for your love and belief, allowing me to take on a cape and become, as Bab said, my own damn, my own damn hero, Batgirl for life. So hopefully, at some point in time, we'll see her again in a comic book feature. It would be great if something happens and we see her as Batgirl. Maybe something, maybe the overwhelming response from people being disappointed in this will change the minds of the CEO at Discovery, Warner Brothers, or DC Comics. Because they already spent the money. The movie, to my knowledge, is completed, or, or damn near completed. So it would make sense for them to put it out and make some money as opposed to losing any money altogether. But hey, until then, we'll have to wait and see. Now enjoy the show. You're now listening to the sounds of the Fall Black. 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 The homie Red Hood Wade is a Nerd. My man Woke Bar Doom is a Nerd. You know that Brandon Norton is a Nerd. And the man who made this beat is a Nerd. What's the, what's the memory called in the PlayStation 5? M3? Not M3. M- M.2. 
M.2, yeah. It's got like the M.2 memory, so it's like mad Wait, fast. Like it has an M.2 stick in there? Oh, shit. It is mad fast. So he like, he puts it on video, like on FaceTime and showing me. It just like, it boops up like a fucking gaming PC. And then they optimized, it like Steam optimized like 70% of the games for it so yeah. that it works on that screen. But the screen's like really high res. So it looks cool as shit. It's 60 frames per second, which, you know, it's not as great as your monitor, but it's still pretty damn good for a portable machine. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm my I'm I'm probably building my next PC just for um for like workstation stuff, so I'm down with the portable. I'm down with the Steam Deck, bro. Oh, and it's coming out with a dock soon. And the, when you plug it into the dock, the dock can do uh, 120 frames per second at 4K. Can you add a hard drive? Can you can you add a discrete? Yes. Well, um, not a, I don't know if you can add a hard drive. Not a hard drive. Can you part. add a discrete graphics graphics card to it? Like an oh, external graphics card? I don't know, but apparently, apparently, I mean, Mike has like a really expensive like RTS card, and yeah. he's telling me he feels like he wastes his money. That's what he said to me. He's like, he bought like an eight, nine hundred dollar graphics card. No, more than that, actually. He bought the RTX, um, whatever the fuck it's called. The 3070, 30, 30, 30, Whatever the fuck the shit was hard to get, he bought it off eBay. Um, oh, he got screwed. And he's like, this is, and he's like, it's great, but the Steam Deck looks almost as good. And, but yeah, because it's a smaller screen and it's optimized for, for Steam games, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I'll rock it. If you can play VR on it, I'll get it. I'm going to get it, to be honest with you. I've never played my VR. It's, just, it's been sitting here for, I don't think I've put my VR headset on in a year. So I'm going to download that game. Here. I'm going to download that game you suggested, and then I'm going to ask you to download... Um, uh, a game that I'm gonna suggest. Okay, what's that? Uh, I'm gonna tell you later. I'm gonna tell you later because I talk about it a lot. So I'm fine. Cool I just want to point right out now. that all this shit could have been talked about on our previous episode. Just, just gonna say that. How could it have been talked about if I didn't know about it? Then I'm not a time traveler. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Want me to time travel? Yeah. That like would be fantastic. That would be that would be fan fucking tastic. If you could time travel, you, if I could time travel, I wouldn't waste going back in time for that. Yo, you I'm know, talking oh, about oh, oh, keeper oh, oh. on our video game podcast, I would definitely do a lot of shit. <laughs> Yo, fuck it, it's some nerdy shit. So let's get right in. Welcome to the Ball Black Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Red Hood Wade. Of course, as always, with me are the greatest co-hosts in the history of podcasting, Woke Von Doom. And Brandon Orton, and let's get right into it. What would you do if you could time travel? What's the first thing you do? First thing I'll do? No, Brandon. No, I'm asking Brandon because he was already oh, you're there. asking me. Yeah, because I I always I always go with you first in situations like this because Hobby's going to give me the silliness and the seriousness. You're go- you always seem to go right to the seriousness. So I'm going to you first. I probably would have went to Hampton University. Was that well, well? You were you were you fucking were a beast in football, so I'm guessing that was an option. Well, I had a lot better schools to go to than Hampton, but I was never going to make it to the NFL, and so I should have went to the HBCU and had more fun. Well, um, Holly, what you got to do? Me, I'm bringing like I don't know, like a, a, an attack helicopter that I steal from the Marines and take it to the slave South and kill every single slaveholder. 
out there. And then, I don't know. It just that's it. it. That's, that's, it. that's it. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was like, how are we gonna kill some slaves? Some slave masters. I knew yeah, exactly like, what are they gonna do? Like, I win. I'll just literally they're gonna be like, damn, I guess slavery is wrong because God sent this friggin' monster to kill us that's, all. That's also true. They look at that shit like, ah, uh, this is the will the that's you know, we've seen how people are now. They they're not gonna be like the will of God. They're gonna be like, This is the devil coming after me. Well, they'll be dead, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> sorry, sorry if you had slaveholders. On your um, ancestry.com, <laughs> he, he might not be around today. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm definitely not around today. My last name, it's fucking, it's some slave shit. Hey, man. It is what it is. Yo, people crack up when I tell them my name. Like, I remember when I was getting comic books at uh, Comicopia, shout out to them. And they was like, oh, we need your name for the pull list. And I told them my name. And my homegirl Shannon giggles. She goes, no, seriously, what's your name? I go, yep, that's my last name. <laughs> and she was like, are you kidding me? I go, nope. That's 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 what happened. And one time Valkyrie was at at her old gig, and someone was like, It's so weird that like your husband's black and he has the la- and he has his last name. And he goes, Well, back in the olden days, you know, people would rape their uh rape their slaves and give them last names. And she was like, Oh, oh, and this other black girl was in the corner dying because she knew where this was going. What? What what? <laughs> what what? Yo, I don't know. What are we doing, sir? <laughs> you know, you said what for a reason, so what what? I don't know. I was just I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. Forgive me. That's you that that is absolute bullshit. <laughs> Yo, you know what we need to do? I know it's not on the docket. But we're gonna have to talk about Nope at some point. I haven't seen it yet. You know what? You need to go see that fucking movie. I will buy you the ticket. Well, unfortunately, I don't care if you like it or don't like it. I just need to hear your opinion on it. Um, well, thank you, but no, I'm not gonna take your money. Um, second off, I'm I'm probably not gonna see another fucking movie until I get another until I get back to work because fucking this whole like not not working shit is is like ass. You know what? When it not comes out, when it comes out on streaming services, you come over, you can watch it. I'm pretty sure when it comes on streaming service, I have all of them, but like stars. You know what? See, this is this is this is what happens. When you try to help out, old man, yo. Yeah, I don't accept help. You know that. God is stubborn, baby. Horrible. Gotta work on that. No, I don't. <laughs> Gotta work on that. I do not have to work on it. I have yo. One of my favorite pictures in the world is this. It's a billboard. It is bright red, and someone put hundreds of no. I think it was like thousands of men will die from stubbornness this year. And if some dude spray-painted, no, we won't. Yeah, we need to put a giant red flag. Just replace your whole head with just a giant red flag, yo. Why? It's, it's, that's just a whole... This is just a whole smorgasbord of, of, of toxic hurt. We need, to, we, need to, we need to lay you down. We need to lay you down and just talk about what, what hurt you, old man. We love you, man. We love you. Man, you don't need to do shit. <laughs> fucking living my goddamn life, being a, a stubborn dickhead. Horrible. I'll be editing all this shit out when I when I get when I get this all out. Don't need no fucking. Please don't. <laughs> oh no, this 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 ain't this ain't fucking. This is not a therapy fucking session podcast. This is some this is nerd shit, man. Fucking saying this shit for the old man wage show if, y'all, if you want me to save it. Oh man. But anyway, on the docket. Uh, thank you, Hobby, for um, updating it too. Everything you put on there looks fan fucking tastic. 
So you know, I, I try. But before we get into it, yo, Brandon, your boy retired. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, Vince, you know, I can't lie. Vince brought a lot of happiness to my life. Yeah. So there was a lot of, a lot of entertainment over the past 30 years that Vince McMahon brought me. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend like that didn't happen, but he had to go. So he got to get up out of there. And that's what happened. It's time, it was his time. He fucked up. All he had to do was behave himself, and he would have had the job till he died. And now he he didn't, ha- I mean, he didn't have to go, but he had to go. Because, yeah. you know, at some point, they were going to tell him, hey, dog, you built this whole business up. Do you really want to just throw it down the drain out of being stubborn? And Vince said... <laughs> I'm 77 years old. I'm a fucking billionaire. Fuck it. And left, basically. And just left. And yeah. so now they're clearing out all his people. Uh, Kevin Dunn's going to be gone soon. Thank the Lord. A word? Yeah, he's going to be done. John nah, Laurinaitis is going to be gone. That Triple H. Is, I don't know if Triple H should be doing all this work coming off his health scare, but he's got a pacemaker. I don't know if he need to be working this hard. Yeah. I don't know if he need to be working this hard, traveling to all these shows, being head of creative, but he's head of creative now. So, I, I mean, I expect the shows to be better over time, yeah. but um, yeah, man, you know, Vince, Vince fucked up, and it's probably more shit to come out. Yeah, at 100%. I also want to say a couple of things. One, I thought that Pete Dunne was a, I automatically assume Pete Dunn was a Triple H guy. Um, second, there there's something that people should realize about Vince McMahon. Was he a shitty person? Most likely, but he ain't Harvey Weinstein that we know of yet. He did some fuck shit. He did some shit that a lot of people do, and I don't think that should be taken away from him. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't necessarily hurt anybody. He just took some money for, from a fucking billion dollar corporation. I'm pretty sure he also did some fuck shit with his money he shouldn't have. But for the most part, like you said, Brandon, he brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. And he's also made a lot of people a lot of fucking money. And I'm talking about some of the people look like me. I mean, Vince McMahon's done a lot of horrible shit. I mean, he covered up murders. <laughs> he's done a- what murder did he cover up? Jimmy Snucker killed his ex-girlfriend. He basically oh, paid I off forgot the police. about that. <laughs> I completely I mean, forgot about that. Or, you know, or, or his, or, 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 um, or wrestlers literally dying as they're performing. I mean, yeah, that, yeah that happens. No biggie. As, as they're performing? No. That happened? No. No one's died as they've been performing. Really? Yeah. Let me call Owen Hart's family real quick. I'll be right back. That, but he wasn't performing. Actually, he was performing. No, he wasn't. They made him get up there. He didn't want to do it. They made him get up there and come off out the ceiling, and then he died. Right, well, they well they have it. Old man Wade was wrong. <laughs> but so, like I said, but my thing is, you know, we're in this world, especially with social media, where like everything has to be absolutes, and I just don't subscribe to that notion. Like I can I can do more than one thing at once. Vincent Man can be a horrible person, and he can still have brought me joy by yeah. his profession. Like those two things can exist at the same time with me. And so I just, you know, some people are, I do, you know, some things I act in absolutes. Like I can't listen to R. Kelly. Like I just can't. I just, I can't I listen to R. Kelly. Uh, but, you know, people 
you know, everybody's line and things are different. And so uh, with Vince, you know, Vince has done some horrible shit. I'm not going to be the person to defend Vince. But if you ask me, did I enjoy watching wrestling for the last 30 years? Yes. Wrestling is a big part of my childhood and my adulthood. So, yeah, I enjoyed wrestling. Yeah. I also I think, think wrestling it, would exist without him, though. I mean, I think that... It, I think, it did I think exist before him, but it wouldn't exist in that form without him. He changed wrestling. Yeah. Before him, wrestling was a local... Uh, it was There was more wrestling fans pre-1984 expansion than there are post-1984 expansion because wrestling was very big, but it was very local. So, like, you could go to the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis. Every Monday night, they would show up there, and it'd be 12,000 people there every Monday night, Monday after Monday after Monday after Monday after Monday after Monday for years. But they thought they thought Memphis was their, the biggest wrestling in the world, and they only had the magazines to hear about the other wrestling. And so you didn't get to see all the stars. You got to see your stars. Yeah. And the world champion would come into your town once, maybe twice a year, and you'd see the world champion, and he'd wrestle your biggest guy. So, you know, Harley Race would come into Memphis once a year, Russell Jerry the King Lawler at the Mid-South Coliseum, some fuck shit would happen. Yep. Jerry the King Lawler would win by disqualification, but he wouldn't get the belt. And they would do some type of finish to make you think that if only Jerry would have done this, he would have won yep. so that you can come back next week. And that was the same thing in Memphis, in Florida, in the Carolinas, in New York, in Indiana, in Minnesota. There was territories all across the country. But I think... This, I think I th- I think you're right, but for me, like I hate giving Vince McMahon any credit credit because I hate him. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm I'm a bias I'm a bias bias observer here. That's fine. I'll, I'll say this bias. just just using my like just looking at the landscape at that time with media. Um, a lot of media landscapes were 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 merging, right? Like whether it was like cable news, whether whether it was like you know local news, newspapers, everything like. At that time, there was a lot of consolidation. People yeah. like um, um, Mitt Romney made a lot of money with being capital um, because that was the type of, of 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 kind of era they were in at that time. I think Vince McMahon was at the right place at the right time. He was in the right family. Obviously, he had the capital. He mm-hmm. had the, he had the, he had the you know that story. What he did, you know, he did he would he didn't play nice. You know what I mean? So I respect that in the lowest way I can respect anybody possible. You look at him the way I look at Kanye West. Yeah, but I think anybody at that time, um, I think there were a lot of people with that vision. And be, I'll be honest with you. No, but that's, the, that's the, but that's I the think, difference. Well, hold on, hold on. I think, I, and I think that, I think Vince McMahon, the reason why I don't like giving him credit is because he, I think it's, it's documented that he exploited his talent. We didn't watch it for Vince McMahon. Now, when I was a kid watching watching the WWF, I didn't care about Vince McMahon. He was just an annoying dude who um, talked. You know I, I mean? completely disagree with you because... But you didn't let me finish uh, my oh, point. My oh, point oh. is that 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 is not... In my opinion, I think that it's hard for me to to, to give somebody credit for exploiting their talent as well, much as he did. Every, uh, a couple of things. One, I understand what you're saying, and nor am I... A, I'm, and I understand that. I think we've had this conversation a couple of yeah. times about Vince yeah. McMahon and the way you feel about it, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree with I, know, I, know. Any, yep. I don't disagree with your um disdain for him. Yeah. However, the one thing I will disagree with, and I don't know how what um, side of the fence Brandon is on on this, Vince McMahon, people turned in to watch Vince McMahon. Like people were legitimately like, yo, Vince is on? Vince is fighting who? 
like well like, yeah once he became a yeah big once he guy, became, yeah. that's what different yeah i'm talking about like or like when when i used to watch when i like my early on wrestling time like all yeah, i knew was just an announcer he was an announcer to wrestling. Yeah. i didn't know i didn't know shit, you know i like you know what's funny because for me a lot of the talent came from not a lot of the talent but a lot of the entertainment for me when I was watching uh, WWF Superstars and WWF Challenge was I liked listening to Bobby the Brain Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, and Vince McMahon. And then eventually when it was Raw, it was Vince McMahon. I think it's about still been Gorilla Monsoon. It still might have been... Um, no, it was, it was Vince McMahon and uh, Jerry Lawler. And then it was Jim Ross, Vince McMahon, and Jerry Lawler. Thank you. And then thank you, Vince thank McMahon you. stopped. At the, his last time... Was the month before the Montreal screw job. That was his last pay-per-view as an announcer. That, well, there you which go. Interesting. But here's the thing, Javi. So one of the things was just like an opinion, which is cool, but one of the things was like just a little wrong. So, like the reason why this happened was actually because no one else did have the vision to expand. Like that's literally what happened. So like everyone else was against expansion because yeah. they thought it would cut into their own business and nobody wanted to do that to the point that they had plotted to kill Vince McMahon. Like legitimately is documented that the other promoters across the country were plotting to kill him because they thought he was going to kill their business, which he did kill their business <laughs> by expanding uh, and take over the business. And he would do some fucked up shit, but in the business world, it's not really that fucked up to, you know, White man yeah. to white man, I don't really care. But he would go into other people's business, other people's towns. And back then, you you didn't do that, right? You just you didn't run a show outside your territory. That was just a written rule. Fisher yeah. Man was just like, "Fuck it, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. What are you gonna do?" <laughs> and he would pay people off. He would hire people's talent away and tell yeah. them to not show up. So like, they would still have like dates left, and he would like, "How about I give you an extra ten thousand dollars for you not to show up and don't tell them?" And then they would. That's what happened with. Um, Gene Okerlund. That's what happened with Jesse the Body Ventura. That's what happened with a bunch of people. They just were like, yeah, I'm not going to show up. I'm just going to show up on WWF TV. Um, and so he had the vision of, and here's the thing, Javi, you might be right. For good or for bad, and for some ways good, but he had the vision of, hey, this can be bigger than some local thing that's just in my certain area. I can go national. I can go worldwide with this. And he did it. But, you know, the other things you're saying, he absolutely did. Uh, yeah. He absolutely did exploit his talent. Yeah, uh, the thing about that is, you know, if but isn't that I, like every, I, like, I would be a hypocrite as someone who plays sports and loves the NFL to be like, I don't like exploiting talent. Like, yeah, I just, but fuck the NFL, too. Like, I think that I, I think the, the, I think the, the NBA every I, I, I would find hard press to find a company that that uh, that a sports team doesn't do that. The NBA does it to an extent. They may not do it as much as the other teams do. Others um, franchises do, but they do it as well. It's you can. I think in some ways. Most companies exploit what they do. I think it comes down to is your is the exploitation. Is the money worth the exploitation? Mm. You know what I mean, and that's the and way. This is pretty bad. I mean, Javi has a point. This is pretty bad. Like, if you look at the yeah, schedule, I think this was back bad. in the eighties. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. He's changed. I mean, he changed over time. Yeah. But back, if you look at the schedule back in the eighties, those dudes were working like three hundred days a year. Like three hundred days a year, they was working. Shit, some um, of them still yeah. are. And think of the minimum pay. The minimum pay in the NBA, right? Versus the minimum pay for. 
WWF, WWF. WWF didn't have a minimum pay back then. That's exactly. another point. No... They had what they is there a wrestlers you... union? Well, oh. no, no. Yeah, they have mean... men, they have guaranteed contracts now. Okay. But back in the day, Javi, they used to vest called it an opportunity, and this was his opportunity. I mm. promise you, Yo, ten dates. I promise you, ten dates at five hundred dollars a week. That was the opportunity. And so back then, what you did was you got paid on a house, mm. which was normal. That wasn't just Vince. That was just the wrestling business. That was everyone in wrestling. Is you got paid on the house. So if people don't come, I don't get no money. So I can't pay you no more money, which was legit back then because they didn't have big TV deals for millions of dollars. So if if I don't sell out, if I don't get to five thousand people at this arena, the fuck I'm supposed to pay you with? I don't, I'm not getting no money, right? But so because of that. He had no guaranteed contracts. And so, but then they would lie about their performance. And then, you know, a lot of it was other wrestlers and shit. Like Jesse Ventura tried to unionize since you brought that up. He tried to unionize wrestlers. Jesse Ventura was big on that. And he tried to get all the wrestlers to come together. This was like in the late 80s, like a long time ago. And he was close. You know who stopped that? Not Vincent Mann. Terry Belay and Hulk Hogan stopped that. I'm not sure about that. And Hogan's and Hogan. do you know why Hulk Hogan stopped that? Because it's the it was, same reason. It was cut into his money? Exactly. It's the same reason with anything else, like in the NFL, right? In the NFL, it works because there's so many more low-tier players and star players that they kind of get to control the union in certain ways. But, like, do you think the quarterbacks care about, like, minimum contracts? No, the quarterbacks don't give a shit about the minimum contract. Because it's a fucking quarterback, right? And so, and the quarterbacks don't want you to put a salary cap where you have to have a high floor but lower the ceiling because that lowers what they can get, right? And so, Hulk Hogan's think, like... And I'm thinking, like, um, structurally, like, re- professional wrestling versus other sports as well, right? Like, I think um, more than any other sport, uh, I think wrestling, not I think, it's obvious, the the front office, so to speak, has a lot to say about who's on top versus who's not, right? Where in the NBA, you become a superstar because, you know, you, you play good bad. You don't you don't have to be charismatic. You don't have to be, you don't have to sell, you know, you don't have to do all that. You just have to be. Um, yes and no. Yes and no specifically uh-huh. because in order to, you don't need, you, here's the funny thing about this hobby. You don't even necessarily need to be a good basketball player to make a lot of money. You could be a mediocre player who just happens to know how to market themselves. So it's different with the NBA, especially um, in the NFL. And another thing that people, uh, I forget, I think it was Jalen Rose who brought this up, but it's a really great point, that another thing that the NFL does, uh, the one thing that the NBA has that the NFL can have is you don't get to see the players' faces. You see LeBron James, you see Steph Curry, you see Kevin Durant. So these are people like who you can place the name with the face you can't necessarily do that with the nfl unless you're like a tom brady and to to a lesser extent aaron Rodgers, or if you find a way to market yourself like terrell owens did terrell owens so it's a little bit different with that but the nba also may be the most woke of the sports and stuff like that because they've actually flat out like um i think it was i think it was last year when a lot of shit was going down with um black lives matter and all the the um, innocent black people getting shot, they were like, yo, we're not playing. They flat out was just like, yo, we are not playing. And they all just Well, left. the NBA is more woke than the other ones, but I wouldn't call them woke. 
No, no, the they're the most the, they're the most woke out of is what I'm yes. saying. Yes. The thing with the NBA is that the players have power, right? So the only yes. the only group that has more power than that were baseball players. But the baseball players kind of got their ass whipped in the last bargaining agreement. But before that, the most powerful union in the in the United States was the police union, number one. And number two was the Major League Baseball Union. Yeah, them uh, dudes was getting half a billion dollar <laughs> contracts, bro. Yep. No salary. Guaranteed contracts for the longest time. And so, but in the NBA, the difference is there's only five people on the court at one time, right? Mm-hmm. So an individual player has more power. Individual, and this is kind of related to wrestling to tie it all back together. An individual player has more power. And so because they have more power, you can have more control over things. Yep. So like when, when they tried to unionize, Hulk Hogan is the cash cow in the mid-80s, right? He's yep. the one selling out the houses. He's the one that's making all the other wrestlers' paychecks go up because there's 20,000 people showing up at the arena every night to see Hulk Hogan, right? He's the one going on Saturday night's main event on NBC in front of 30 million people. That wouldn't have happened without Hulk Hogan, right? And so Hulk Hogan can come in and say, no, I'm not for that shit. Because I'm the one that's making all, I'm not giving up money so the rest of y'all can have money when I'm the one that's bringing in all the money that y'all are getting. And so he fucks it all up, right? And so Invest wanted that, obviously. <laughs> they, they, you know, all the all business people want that shit. We see what Jeff Bezos was trying to bust Amazon unions recently. Like, that's the whole thing is to like uh, keep them fighting against each other so I can take most of the money. But that's more so evilness of just business. Which, you know, I'm not excusing. Javi's absolutely right. Fuck Vince McMahon. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with anything Javi says. He's 100% right. It's just that, you know, it could be both to me. He yeah. also put on good content. He also gave a lot of people opportunities and made a lot of people money. And unlike... He wasn't like, afraid. He wasn't afraid to, like, piss off censors, too, which I, I, I guess I appreciate that. Because honestly, <laughs> what they got away with during like the attitude era oh, and all yeah. that stuff, like that's like I think about TV at that time, right? Like Jerry they, Springer. Well, yeah. yeah that's what right. influenced it. You're right. It was Jerry you're Springer. Right. Jerry you're Springer right. getting right. big, and they were like, we should tap into that. Well, Jerry Springer's the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like it, people say what you want about him, but he revolutionized a lot of TV. Yeah. And he and it's funny that his political career was ruined because he tried to pay for a hooker with a check. That's with hilarious. a check? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, I didn't know that. That's hilarious. <laughs> so this has been the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. I want to thank Brandon Norton and Woke Von Doom for doing this. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Wade.